and welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Michelle Anthony, and I'm your host for these weekly short shares all about personal growth. We use yogic philosophy, mindfulness practices, as well as breath and meditation. And we have a little bit of fun too. So stay tuned for this week's share as well as some mindfulness homework to take with you. the practice of meditation we have this unique opportunity to experience what is real and starting to distinguish what is real from what is unreal is from the outside seems like such a complicated process of evaluation and yet Through the practice of meditation, awareness, even mindfulness, it is pretty clear that it is simple in understanding and very difficult in practice. (laughs) So when we start to peel apart what is real and what is unreal in the context of What can you know is real? And the only answer that I come up with is current experience. Your current experience is real. Your past experience is not real. It is colored by your thoughts. It is really cued in by past experiences and there is a lot that goes into when we are playing in our mind in the present moment we are playing a review of something that happened and we can't just play what happened right because it is associated maybe with other thoughts with an emotion and when we're playing in our mind scenarios of what could happen in the future when we are lost in thought or daydreaming that is also not real It's not our current experience. It's the mind essentially playing a movie for us in the same way the mind plays a movie. That screen of the mind shows us our perception of things that have come to pass. And not just as they were, but how we experienced them. And so the only access point to reality is the moment. Only in the present moment can we uncover 
these brief glimpses of reality. And it's not to say that every moment in meditation we are resting in what is true and real. Oftentimes in the practice of meditation, because it is a practice, we are playing out scenes of past or future. And this is where the importance of using a tool, a tool to focus the mind, that comes in with such importance. When the mind is able to focus one-pointed, you can absorb yourself into the moment and you do so and then you catch yourself like, oh yes, I'm present. And it seems to, especially in the beginning or when you're out of practice, it seems to only last a moment. That moment of absorption, of totally being present and feeling that sense of calmness in the mind and using that tool to focus the mind, you really realize just how speedy and creative the mind really is and how quick it is to forget, hey, we are in the middle of doing something. How about we don't play out a scene of what's going to maybe happen or what we hope will not happen? I think that's something too that really comes with such anxiety is we play out so many scenarios in our mind about things that we do not want to happen. Isn't that so messed up? <laughs> why why are we here in this human experience with this crazy mind that just runs wild? Not only are we rarely present, but we also focus and spend time in absorption of scenarios that we never would wish upon ourselves, that we pray will never happen to us. So I just think this practice of meditation, whatever it looks like for you, where we get those baby glimpses, we get to forget that we're in this body with this wild mind and we remember what is true. And to me, those experiences can vary from a sense of really feeling connected to love to maybe feeling disconnected from my body and more connected to maybe an astral version of myself, my soul, whatever you want to call it. It usually involves a sense of deep connection to who I truly am beyond this mind and body or a sense of connection to a greater whole, a sense of unity to source energy 
or to other people. And I think that's just such a big clue to what it is that meditation practice is eventually leading us to. It's just notice when you meditate and you get those moments and they usually are just moments, especially in the beginning or if you're just restarting your practice. What do you feel in those moments? Take time to reflect. What do those moments reveal to you? And in my opinion, that is what is real. Is when we experience those glimpses where we forget when our mind is truly present. We forget that past and future and the expectation and these negative scenarios or imaginary scenarios and we're totally absorbed in the moment what is it that you feel what is that like and to me that is such a guiding point it is a pointer to where I want to put more of my attention, more of my focus. And it's why a lot of my work has led me to really assessing judgment. Because for me, judgment is one of my biggest hindrances to feeling the inherent unity that I know on a conscious level. I don't always act from that conscious level of knowing that unity is truth and it's where we come from and where we seek to move back to. And we have a lot of messed up ways that we try to get there, that we try to find unity and it's because that mind is it's so creative but not necessarily in ways that are clear if we can be creative from a deeper place of understanding just think of all of the barriers that we could bust through just think of all of the beauty that we could create in this world if we had just a little bit clearer of a mind, if we acted from that understanding of unity, even just 1% more in our individual daily lives, think about what would change in our society, what would change in the world if we made that shift. And I think that's part of my goal as a, as a yoga teacher is as a guide on this path is to to practice that myself yes to teach others and to talk about it and share this with you that's part definitely part of my dharma and my path but to live it oh boy that is the challenge and and the gift all at the same time is to live it 
So meditation, whatever it looks like, honestly, it doesn't matter. There's guided meditation. I like sometimes to just sit up in bed before I go to bed and close my eyes and breathe and just observe. And that's what I was doing right before I recorded this. And it's an observation of my wild mind. (laughs) I mean, what the heck? (laughs) And then it would be just like a one second of just reality. And it felt like love. Like everything is perfect exactly as it is. And I feel deeply connected in love to people in general, (laughs) to anyone, to just this energy all surrounding me. And it's fleeting. (laughs) And then my mind goes back into a scenario that hasn't even happened. And I don't want to happen. And then I come back into love and into the moment and into reality. So if that's you and then you're just beginning your meditation journey, know that you're not alone. In fact, you are so connected to so many seekers, to so many people who are on this path of practicing, practicing being present, practicing finding what is real. And that's what we are as seekers, is we are seekers of finding what's real. And it does seem to be elusive, but it's not because it's not there. It's because our minds are freaking wild. <laughs> and meditation helps to tame them. And you know what else we can do? To tame the minds, we can eliminate things from our lives. We can eliminate screens. Not We don't have to eliminate them all the way. Guess what? I'm on a screen as I record this on my phone today. We don't have to eliminate everything. Sometimes, you know, in our society, dualistic, we think all or nothing. And that's not necessarily doesn't need to be the case for everybody for all things so i think cutting out screens can be a really nice way to not put more into the mind that is than is already there so eliminate i mean just the craziness of screens that alone is huge thinking about how much information when we're on our phone whether it's scrolling social media watching videos whatever it is not only are we getting this whatever's happening to our eyes but think of how much information is stored in every little piece of what we're observing with our eyes and the mind does not forget it It just keeps getting filled and filled and filled and filled until we forget who we are. And so meditation helps to clear the mind, but there's other things you can do as well. And a big one, I mean, just notice 
How do you feel when you have too much screen time? How do you feel when you get caught up in scrolling? What is your mind like? Just notice. Don't take my word for it. Notice if you just check in with yourself and consciously cut out screens and how much easier it is to meditate and how much, how quicker you get to access those beautiful, beautiful moments of presence. And isn't it worth it to, to eliminate as well as practice clearing, right? If we're constantly putting shit into our body and then oh, guess what? It's time to cleanse. I need to lose weight. And then that cycle when we could also just make it easier on ourselves and make uh, not, not, not even, we don't have to be perfect, right? We can just make one, one better choice every day. Every single day, choose one thing that is an automatic, like you don't even think about it you go to the screen, you don't even think about it, you choose that food, choose, like, put a pause in just one thing every day. Don't have to cut everything out all at once and, and be a perfect, pure yogi. No, (laughs) we don't have to do that. Nobody has to do anything. But we can just make it easier. Do we want to access more points of reality? Do we want to feel better? Do we want to eliminate some suffering that our mind creates when it's full of garbage? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Anyways, a little bit of a rant, but I just felt really inspired from my meditation practice to to share some of this with you and just noticed how crazy my mind is. I spent too much time just sifting through YouTube and then decided to sit up and meditate and noticed how crazy the mind was just playing out scenarios. And then I would just get just like this tiny glimpse of reality. And sometimes it came about from just repeating what is true in my mind. And I would just ask what is real, what is true. And I would sink into the moment and feel a sense of nothingness. And also a sense of love. And then I would realize that I'm in it. And then I would get out of it because of that realization that I'm in it. (laughs) Oh, mind. So funny. And yet we all have one. And it's here for a reason. And it's our access point to consciousness. We cannot access our soul any other way like we're in a human body we have a mind and the mind is how we navigate deeper layers of of who we are so let's just use that as a tool that it is you don't have to be perfect but let's be better all right And rant, and it's not a rant. I just want to share this this beautiful practice with you. So let's finish this off with a, a deep breath. And may your mind reveal what is real to you. 
May you feel connected. May you feel the inherent love that unfolds through the experience of unity. When we're able to tame the mind and rein it into the present moment. When we are manifesting or having a big change come through our lives and we experience doubt, it's important to remember to cleanse expectation, cleanse the past experiences because they don't equal the future, and cleanse expectation of what is to come. And that is how you pull doubt out by the root, is by cleansing all expectation. And meditation is really helpful for that. Clearing out doubt by sinking into the moment and into what is real. And then you realize that the expectation or past experiences do not equal what is going to happen. And you don't know what's going to happen, so just be present with what is. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says that we do not have the rights to the fruit of our action, especially when we are acting from a place of alignment. And, you know, we don't know what our actions are going to create for us anyways. We truly have no way of knowing how our actions are going to be received, how they're going to echo back to us. And when we are acting in alignment and whatever that means for you, it means that you take time to center and cleanse cleanse all the garbage so you can see who you really are even for just moments we don't have to be perfect at this remember it's a practice practice being with who you really are cleansed from expectation cleansed from convention cleansed from how you have always acted and done things and then that is in the Gita, it says that the action is flowing through you. That's dharmas when we are acting and living in that alignment with who we really are. So we do not have the rights to the fruit of our actions. So if that's the case, then the action is the only thing that matters, which, guess what, only happens in the present moment. So... Something I really like doing, especially when I feel farther away from alignment, maybe when I feel like I've filled myself up with too many external sources, too much garbage, screen time, um, negative thought patterns, whatever it is, if I've played a scenario, a worst case scenario, too many times in my head and then get nervous about what's to come when I need to just remember it's not what I it's not the fruits of my actions it's doing what I need to be doing what I want to be doing when I'm in alignment that is 
That is a divine thing. So one of my favorite practices is the practice of Trataka. So you can do Trataka um, with gazing at a candle flame. You can do it at the center point, the bindu of a yantra, kind of like the, the Vedic mandala. And you can do it at anything. You can do it by reaching your arm straight out in front of you and gazing at your thumb. So it doesn't matter too much. I really like the candle flame, though. It has a, a cleansing quality to it. And you want one that has like an open flame so you, you don't have to see into a jar or something. And you pick one part of the flame to gaze at. And I I like doing it this way where you gaze at that one part of the flame until your eyes start watering. Now, if you do um, wear contacts, definitely take them out. And you can do this um, without glasses too, and it can improve eyesight. So I gaze at that one point of the flame, unblinking as best as you can, right? And maybe you experience watering of the eyes. Maybe you don't. Just sit with it. It's it's more the practice, right, than what happens. So that is the practice of Trataka. And then you can, once you feel like you are complete, you can blink the eyes closed and then keep the image of that candle flame in the center of the forehead and wait until that image should should reflect in the back of your eyes like an after image and just wait till that slowly dissolves into darkness and you can do this with the intention of cleansing a certain thought of cleansing certain expectations certain doubts and i did that um and it really was helpful for me to just remember those are all just thoughts and it is not what's going to happen. So center in and and just be be with this moment and act how how I need to act, do what I need to do, figure out my alignment and take action from that place. So I hope this this helps you. Let's seal it in. Sending you so much love. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it with your friends. Let people know about it. And also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. If you feel called to do this deeper work with more support and guidance, you can find more information on my Judgment Immersion series. This is an online course that you can take at any time. Get access to six weeks of content each week. Has a class, a meditation, and mindfulness homework. So you can find more information about that six-week course all about dealing with judgment. And this is everything. It's everything. Everything is judgment. <laughs> and you will find more about that on the Shopify page. And if you head to blisstonicyoga.com and head over to the shop page from there. 
Thank you so much for listening and big thank you to Kyle Piper for editing this podcast and piecing it together as I recorded this at a couple different intervals in different times of day. So I appreciate him so much. And if you are looking to start your own podcast or would like a website built, hit him up. It is so great working with him. And his information is in the show notes. Have a great week. Bye.